0: All right, Morgan's of Lone Star here on Lone Star Community Radio, worldwide, IRLoneStar.com, and of course our app, just look up Lone Star Community Radio. This is Dick, your morning show host, and if you're hearing my voice right now on Connors FM or online, that means we're broadcasting live on YouTube and Facebook too, so if you want to join us there, because that means we have a special guest coming into the studio, we're going to talk about uh, a book, that's right, a book. We're also going to talk about it was igniting. Uh, you Oh, she's giving me cues. I love this. Reignite the adventure within with secrets from my travel diaries. So uh we have. Oh, you're hold on. Yeah, you're holding it up. I'm going to pull the video up. Don't. Hey, hold your horses. Jeez. Uh, in the in the studio, we got Stacy Abella in the studio, the author, local author, speaker, uh clarity coach, all that kind of stuff. She's holding up her book. You can see it right there. Look at that! And uh, if you're watching or listening on our podcast, YouTube, I put a link to where to buy the book, link where you can find Stacy, all the stuff she does. So, Stacy, welcome to Mornings Alone Lone Star. This isn't your first visit to no, uh, the studios, but I'm excited yeah. to have you in.
1: Me too. Thank you, Dick. Well,
0: that's one of those things where uh, what I enjoy when you're we have guests on other shows, I can listen to the interview. So when I have the interview with them, I ask so many better questions. Than the previous one you were on, so I always like I always like to do a little research because I believe you were on Conroe Culture News. Yes, I was. Yes, yeah. so we're
1: going deeper. I love it. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, traveling is not my immediate thing uh, that I think of doing at all. Uh, I I'm I come off as I despise traveling to anybody really, but it's not the truth. Like it's not like I don't enjoy traveling. It's more of I much prefer to do something else. And then the only time I travel is if it's like. Someone's making me do it, or I have to do it. But when I have to do it, I have fun. Mm -hmm. And, like, one time I got in trouble with my mother because we went to Chicago for my great-grandmother's funeral. And I wanted to go see a couple things around Chicago. And she's like, you know, this isn't a vacation, Richard. Mm -hmm. This is a funeral. And I'm like, yeah, the funeral's only like two hours.
1: Yeah. Like, so you want to see a little bit. So huh? I want to see a little bit. That sounds fair.
0: Yeah, it's actually, um, it was during the time when the Chicago Bulls, I think they won their third championship. And I was just old enough to where I could I could kind of be on my own, but not driving on my own. So they weren't really uh, encouraging of like, you can't go out to the streets for the party. I'm like, why not? People are partying in the streets. You ever seen one of those? You know I'm talking oh, about yes, when absolutely. they win championships. Absolutely. But you wrote a book. Uh, you worked yes. in the corporate world, from what I remember. Uh, and do you still work in the corporate world? As Not in, like, anymore. as like a like a. Do you get a paycheck from a, from a corporation? I'm an entrepreneur. So there you go. And you wrote a book that kind of focuses on the idea of. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm. You can correct me. It's kind of like you're taking a vacation mentally to recoup who you are. Is that a way to describe it?
1: That's a way to describe it. Okay, how yes. would you describe it? Yes. So this book, um, it's called Secrets from My Travel Diaries because it is based upon my diaries from when I was 21. And at that time, I, it was a pivotal time in life. And many people I find resonate with that idea of you know, 21 or around that time being a pivotal time. And so I wrote about going, studying overseas mm-hmm. and, and traveling at that time. And I, I wrote it with a, uh, a question about what does that experience mean later in life? You know, yeah. Not just what it means Like he, now.
0: when you made out with Alfonso, <laughs> like you're, you're going to reflect back when you're 21. Right. Like, oh, Alfonso. <laughs> oh, I miss him.
1: Yeah, you know, all those experiences, right? <laughs> all those experiences that you have at that time. I and, miss uh, him. <laughs> You just have to you know, collect those. But the, uh, the unique thing is in writing about them, then I can reflect back on them now as if they were yesterday because oftentimes they were or they had just happened, yeah. right? And what that gives you is an awareness. It gives you an opportunity to look at who you were then and mm-hmm. what you thought life was and what you thought your life would be. And to really think about that, reflect on that and realize that you can reinvent yourself today in whatever way that you want to realize that the limits are in your own mind.
0: See, I like that because a lot of people, when you start doing those steps, they get immediately depressed most mm-hmm. of the time. Cause it's like, Oh, I was young and I was having fun. And now I'm, you know, digging a ditch. And then it's like, what do I do? But, I again, like, I know we had some conversations before we went on the air, and I've always looked at traveling as an opportunity to just meet people. Absolutely. And that's why I'm afraid to go to any place that doesn't speak English. Mm. And that's kind of been my, like, kind of rule. I'm like, I don't feel comfortable because I can't really talk to anybody. And then if I, especially in an emergency, I'm like, well, well I'm screwed. And uh, But traveling doesn't necessarily have to be 5,000 miles. That's right. And what would you say between your 21-year-old self and today when it comes to picking a place, how vastly different do you think you two are?
1: It wouldn't necessarily even have to be a vastly different place, but it is going to be a different experience. Okay. Because when you think about living out of a backpack, you know, going through Europe, and in the book you know we wash dishes at our at our university right to earn money for our euro rail pass and, and things and then we, we go off and we're doing everything on the cheap right yeah and there was a certain experience with that but at the same time i think there's also a another experience you can have when you have a little bit more means or even if you just have a different interest yeah at this point than you than you did then right and so it's not really about the place but about the experience and like you said the people that you meet along the way and those are going to be different based upon where you are in life
0: yeah cuz i it's kind of funny i had a lot of friends who were missionaries Mm. They do the missionary, temporary missionary stuff. And I, when I would talk to them, I was like, what drives you to do that? And especially returning. Like the first time I could see it because it's like I you know, I want to go to Africa or go to the, you know, somewhere like that. But the people, some, some of them like kept going. And then it became like a second family. Mm. And then that was their vacation or their travel was like when they go, hey, I have free time. I'm traveling to this one place every year, never changing that. And they build stuff or do you know that kind of thing, but then you have other people who do a lot of like my best one of my best friends. He just likes going to the beach. Mm-hmm. That's what he does. Any beach, any beach, he's there. And I told I, I was hanging out with him this weekend, and I even said to him, I was like, you're probably one of the few people I know who actually likes going just to the beach, because everyone kind of says, oh, let's go to Cabo or whatever. But it's like, no, he just wants to go to a beach. So it he he could be any beach, yeah. and doing that kind of stuff. Uh, so you're. You're saying that when you're older, you have more means because you probably had a job, you had more money and things like that. It's also the social structure is different. Because I imagine at a young age, when you're traveling, everyone looks at you like, oh, this this girl just doesn't know. She's so young. She has no idea what she's doing. And then when you're older, everyone's kind of like, oh, she's got money. Let's see how much money we can get from her.
1: Mm, Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) I mean, honestly... Uh, pe- people can do that at any any time, right because it's all relative. okay, right? I mean, even if you're a backpacker, you still probably have 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 more, right As long as you can money comes out of the wall right through the ATM, I mean you've got something, right. <laughs> but at the same time, yeah, I I think that it's all about the experience that you want, and maybe when you're when you're younger, some of what you might do is explore more, and you might not know what you want, but you want to see it, kind of like your experience in Chicago. You just you didn't know what you would find there, but you just wanted to experience that. I wanted the chaos. It. Right?
0: Well, it was unique. There were so many yes. people, and I was like, why can't I go over there?
1: Right, right. Which I
0: understand now. It's my mom's like, yeah, you're probably gonna get lost and kidnapped, and I was like, no way. Right. i just won't tell them we're from houston and then we're fine yeah you know? no one will know right yeah because they hate the rockets <laughs> it's like <laughs> kind of like being an astros fan you just don't tell people that because people hate the astros but uh but so let me ask you this with your book if i if i purchase it what what book what, what am i getting what, what am i reading about it's like your diaries and just your experiences mm-hmm. and reflections things like that
1: so about, about uh, two-thirds of it is based from the diaries, but it's crafted into travel stories with life lessons. Okay. And the other, one-third or so, is is really my reflections now. So it's a story within a story. It's 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 twice in life going to say, who who am I? And asking that question and and, and looking for the answer. Um, so I think what you can get from the book is if you want to travel vicariously, you can... you you can travel. You mean through like
0: social media stuff? Well no vicariously like
1: vicarious. Like if you can if you want to feel like you're going to Europe in your mind, you can gain that through the book. You know? And I've had people that either maybe can't travel at at this point in their life that just they feel like like when someone tells me I felt like I was there when they read my work, that's the highest compliment so it's like Ernest Hemingway that I could get. I love that. Thank you. Because I know
0: when I read him, I'm like, that sounds like a lot of fun.
1: Yes. Well, I am a big admirer of Ernest Hemingway. I agree. I can feel the sweat. Yes, yes, and he writes kind of in short sentences, short paragraphs, and that's intentionally how I wrote the book because I wanted it to seem like it was just being written, kind of as it's happening. Yeah, as it's happening on a train afterwards, you know, that and and so you just you you can it's fast reading. That's what I I wanted it to be, but fast reading, but then a big. A big impact. Like I want you to have a shift with every chapter that you read. I want you to feel that life lesson. I want you to feel what it was like Mm -hmm. to be in that experience, and I want you to come out changed, better. I want your life to be better.
0: Well, it's already better. What What do you say? I'm lacking.
1: It's are you saying I'm lacking, lacking
0: something? No, no, it's
1: not about lacking. It's just you can always get better, right? Oh, true. And that's part of what it is, is is we're living in this world of such abundance, but we see lack so often. Well,
0: what I what I think, what I see people doing is they don't remember. Mm, so when you think about those yes. life lessons or you think about the, the I guess these characters that are characteristics that you want to keep in you, people forget that. Yeah. And then when the, the, the same kind of challenges come up, you forget those important lessons and then you make the same mistakes or you make a, a worse mistake. That's what I kind of see happening. Good
1: point. Yes. Uh, yes. So
0: basically, we just need to start tattooing our reminders on us. So,
1: <laughs> well, or um, start to journal. Yeah. You know, write a little bit, just even if it's just a couple of sentences every day, just capture that. And so then you can then, when you look back later, you'll see what struck you on that day and it just helps you to remember
0: It's kind of like uh, you just write, just become a musician, and just write. <laughs> write songs so you can remind yourself. and all the times you've been so sad. but happy though. let's we're talk happy. about happy stuff. Uh, yeah. so your your book's primarily happy, but it's more of introspect. the way I kind of looked at it when I read a couple pages of it because you you were here on Margie's show, mm-hmm. so I looked yes, it up. I was. Yeah. And it's, it's more of the, the thing that starts it is the, the travel part. Mm-hmm. Like it's the unknown and you can, you can insert X, Y place. Right. And then through stepping onto that, that's where the experience comes from. And the life le- the life lesson isn't necessarily the place. It's the experience at the Correct. place. Absolutely. If that makes sense. Absolutely. So, so that's kind of fun when idea of traveling. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm still not going to change. That's okay. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna have fun with traveling. I well, think uh but then again I will. I know I do.
1: Yeah, I think you do. And and the idea is you don't have to travel because you can gain the life lesson by my story becoming your story.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's by me reading your book. Exactly. What is sale right there? Yeah, you want you don't have to go anywhere. Just read my book Just read my book.
1: Or if you want travel tips, you can also read my book. And there's all kinds of travel tips in there, too. Yeah.
0: What's your biggest travel tip? How about that? I got to read the book. Okay, I get it. You're trying to sell the book. (laughs) All right, you can buy the book. Right there's a link. We won't Uh, tell you yet. (laughs) Well, like Ernest Hemingway always taught me, it's like no matter where you are, just be drinking.
1: Yes.
0: And you'll always have an adventure. (laughs)
1: yes that is true and in fact as i was starting to write this book i went to the hemingway house and oh, wow. i got a t-shirt and it said um, it said um, write drunk edit sober on the shirt and that was of such help to me because i was trying you know and i and i hear a lot of people do this when you write a book you start you start writing and you're trying to correct grammar and you're well, starting to you pump to go the brakes a lot when yeah, you're sober exactly. and then when you're
0: but, having and it will, yeah, it depends on who you are. Ernest Hemingway, I, I feel like he's just a pain in the butt to really know. Probably like his books so. are great. I love him. But <laughs> I, like, so. when I'm thinking to myself, if I had to hang out with this guy for like more than a night, I don't know. Like if I had to wake up with him, I don't know about that. <laughs>
1: but, but he did have a very helpful t shirt. Yeah. Just pour out the words, just, just pour it out unencumbered.
0: And then he shot him out because he <laughs> shot himself.
1: Well, yeah. But he had an amazing life.
0: I, yeah, he definitely put a period on it. He had an amazing It's life. over, guys. <laughs> that guy's wild. I love it. And uh, but all that kind of stuff is really interesting, especially authors. I have a huge respect for you for writing a book. Thank you. I think it's wonderful. And you uh, you basically wrote it, and I imagine you went to an editor or something, because like, mm-hmm. you need someone else to read it. Yes. Because uh, what genre is your book? What would you consider it? Is it nonfiction or? So it's yeah, it's, cuz it sounds like a more of a like it's a memoir. Okay. So you know, I took a class that was all about memoirs. Hmm. And it was terrible because we had to write our own. Ah. So we I we had to read that. Well, some of them were like really The thing I don't like about memoirs sometimes, especially if it's real depressing stuff, is there's a lot of context and I remember one book I was reading that he was uh, she was writing it in the perspective of her 9-year-old self. Mm. So remind me, I don't know if you have read the book Life of Pie. Yeah, So you remember kind of like this, this things happened to this kid and it's from his a kid's perspective. So after I finished the memoir, we're all having the conversation about all these tragedies. I'm like, wait, that was a tragedy. Wait, Did I miss something? Like, well, you know that that red blanket represented something mm. that a young kid didn't understand. And I'm like, oh, well, I didn't understand it either. So it totally went over my head. Right. She's dead. And I was like I didn't know she died. This book's terrible. But your book is about traveling, so it's not about that. So, right? Mm-hmm. There's no death. Is there death in it? No. No. No one ever died on your travels. No. No. My uh, my mother travels with her sister, and one time she she called and she's like, "Someone died on the boat," mm-hmm. and I was like, "What happens when you die in another country?"
1: Yeah, it's especially
0: on a boat. It's and they're like, "Yeah, like we had to stop. Like everything got stopped for half a day because they're trying to figure out where to put the body, where to transfer the body." And I think it was it was either a, a Mexican guy or a U.S. guy, but they said they came from America, but they wanted to go to Mexico with the pot. It was really weird. Hmm. And so, don't die when you're traveling.
1: It, it is something to avoid. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, so, let's talk about your experiences. Where it sounds like you're a traveler, hence the book. Where where are your favorite places to go today?
1: So. I love, um, kind of like you talked about going to the beach, I love that. Um, I get a lot of energy from the beach, a lot of inspiration. I especially mm-hmm. like like sunrise on the beach is just a beautiful, undisturbed time to get a lot of inspiration. And so I value that. I, I love going places with my family and being able to have them learn about a place and learn about the people there that's very important because it's it's a value that I have that I gained really when I when I was 21 and I was traveling I saw the value of just hearing people's perspectives from different different countries different mm-hmm. places and just allowing that to change the way you think about things the way you see the world
0: yeah because that's I think that's a, a fun idea is talking to people from other countries and then having like a I would say like base starters for conversations like how do you guys serve your tea you know those kind of things because everyone kind of does it differently and then like what I love about Australia is the toilet water goes the other way and it's like you know these little these little things you don't know and then when you learn it's like what impact does that really have on you but it's also like that's kind of crazy that the world works differently here in these little things so I think yeah that's a really and then you don't know those you start learning those things slowly right Unless you're just talking to this one person who knows everything about their country. and
1: Well, most of the time you know maybe something like that, but you don't know why. Mm-hmm. Like think about why the water goes the other way, right? It, I mean it might be if you're driving on the other side of the road, right? How What perspective do you have, right? right side versus left side? And then how does that affect your psychology? I mean there's a whole study around language psychology that I think is truly fascinating.
0: Yeah, especially like in Louisiana. Those people are really weird <laughs> and their history is really deep. Have you ever been to Louisiana? I love Louisiana. Yeah, I me mean, too. So, no, I, I love like the idea, especially like the from understanding what the French really do there before Louisiana became Louisiana, and then also yes. the local folks. So rich before Such a them rich culture, and it's mm-hmm. and it's a little weird. And plus, there's voodoo. So voodoo is always cool,
1: mm-hmm. kind
0: of fascinating. Yeah, you ever been to it? you ever been to one of those kind of folks over there, like the palm reader kind of people? I
1: have been.
0: Yes. You ever you ever found? Like a one time I was there, and we literally found a chicken bone. I don't know like placement. It was like in an alley, and I was like, "What's huh. this?" And you look down, and it literally had like the blood marks, and the chicken place bone placements. And I was like, "No way, no way!" And it was. Well, I you took were a, you know, very observant. Yeah. Well, good thing I didn't step on it because I don't know if that was like a curse or yeah, something.
1: Yeah, that was yeah probably not good. But it
0: was cool. It was a little spooky. I was like, "We gotta get out of here." Cause mm-hmm. if this is just an, I don't know what we're always in alleyways when we, tra- when I travel. So it's mm. one of those. There
1: things. must be something to <laughs> read into that. I don't know. I would just give <laughs> it
0: So yeah. And I, I, uh, I, encourage people to check if you're just not tuning in, we have Stacy Abella in the studio, uh, talking about her book. And also you are a speaker. So mm-hmm. if you are a business or you have a group or anything like that, you can ask Stacy to speak mm-hmm. about your experiences and how they can apply to people's lives. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And pay I, you lots of money, right? <laughs> well, yes. You of charge. Course. All right. Good. Making sure people, you know, people when they hear it, they're like, "Oh, it's free, right?" No, it's not, because those experiences weren't free.
1: Uh, they took a lot. What of was time. your most expensive
0: experience? You would say, like emotionally.
1: Emotionally. Yeah. Well um one example would be in the book would be when I um I I was uh, paragliding in the Alps okay and that was something that it, it was very expensive at the time in terms of monetary because, you know, we didn't have a lot. It was a big splurge, but it was just this glorious, beautiful day. and yeah. We had this opportunity to go, and so we took it. But then, of course, as you're going up the mountain, you're kind of like, hmm, was this such a good idea that we actually decided to do this? And then we, when we arrived, my, my friend's parachute was kind of tangled up. And so they said, OK, just you know, take off running across this, uh, this, this hill, and then you'll be, you'll be off. And unfortunately, she wasn't, because the parachute was tangled. And uh, so then my guide quickly said, OK, let, just, let's just, just keep going. And so before I knew it, we were off, right? Because before you have time to panic. And then it was the next emotional toll was, am I going to lose my camera, right? Because he said, oh, here, let's, uh, let's take some photos. You need some photos. And of course, we're way up in the sky and, and things. But he was an expert at that. And so then secured the camera after getting a few photos, including a couple with my, you know, he showed you how you kind of put your feet out so, and take the pictures so you can kind of see that you're really in the air and everything. And then it was a matter of, then after all that just anticipation and fear and and should we have done this and 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 things then it was just this just beautiful peace and calm that came and just this incredible panorama that you couldn't get in any other way Mm -hmm. and so that's an example of just uh, an incredible freeing experience that came from overcoming fear.
0: Yeah, I always wonder if people, like, like you said, you had the guy with you. Mm-hmm. And like similar to skydiving people, like, I always wonder because the first experience is just like how you described. But people who do it all the time, I wonder what happens with their perspective.
1: Because mm-hmm.
0: it's, it's kind of weird to me. It's like at one point you kind of saw it already, right? But right. then they go, what's the next step? Yeah. what's the next step how
1: can you top it yeah
0: yes and especially the experiences and that's that's interesting to me because the different people that's how you can tell the difference between people really it's like I've, I've been skydiving only doing it once right and then yeah people are like let's do it with like 10 other people and then we can make little shapes in the right? sky and they're like, why are we going to be doing that?
1: Yes, yes. I saw someone who was doing it eating a hamburger. That was really, I don't know how even held yeah. on.
0: But that I mean, was, like, that's just, some, it become like those experiences become the norm for some people. Yeah. And I wonder what those people need to encounter to have a new experience.
1: That can become a challenge. Yeah. Right? Because you're always chasing the next adrenaline. So I think that's where enjoying the now is so important. Yeah. Because it is, it's just, you know, stop and just be grateful like that experience and the paragliding is like, wow, this you is incredible. You,
0: have you done anything similar to that?
1: Um, I have gone skydiving. Okay, was it kind of similar?
0: It's a little too fast. It's way faster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's way. It's faster. gravity. It's gravity.
1: <laughs> but once the parachute comes, you know, once you yeah. get the parachute, then you know it's the experience. Although I, I felt like I couldn't hear anything anymore, right? Because your ears just get so plugged up from going I mean, I so fast. That's your face so much is fun. like, you know. <laughs> but it was that was incredible too, and kind of like you said, I, I didn't feel the need to do it again after that, though.
0: Well, that's why what, that's what I, I love that's how you can tell the difference between people. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's you know, true. you're encountering these experiences and everyone has a different experience. Even if it's a thousand people do the same thing every day, but there's thousands of different experiences with it. That's right. So uh, I think that's kind of the beauty that you wrote a book about yours and people. And that's what you use as a tool for helping people reflect on their own selves. Exactly. And, uh, you know, a lot of people, I don't think, do that to the depth of where they learn something. Right. And even if it's about a bad story, you know, even like, cause you don't always have to tell the the good stories. You can tell a bad story and they learn, you people learn from that.
1: Absolutely. So, and it's not even really about good and bad because Mm -hmm. when you zoom out, like later in life, I mean, what you thought was the worst thing could have actually been the best thing for you. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, oftentimes the failures from the failures come. No, I know exactly what you're talking about, right? Yes. And so it's, it's really about learning from that and remembering what that was like at the time and then where you've gone from there so yeah yeah but I agree I mean I that's really why I wanted to write the book is that I wanted to share and I know that most people they wouldn't have diaries like I, I have, right? I mean, I, a lot of people have come to me saying, oh, I used to have my diary when I was in Europe, and, and I had a similar experience, but I don't know where it is, or I burned it, or, you um, know, I burned never wrote." Burned it, I like that. <laughs> yeah, Alfonso really had an impact yeah, on her, and she wanted to forget that. <laughs> Just forget it. Did you
0: have an Alfonso?
1: uh well yeah you did see that's what i love
0: everyone has that
1: everyone does yeah Yeah. everyone does it's part of the experience it's part of the emotion of just being in another place and and it's part of how you learn
0: to me that's pretty wild but I, i get it i get it but uh but i love it so where where's your next travel where are you going next
1: well, so um, the holidays are coming up, that's so true. it's time to again. I think go to the beach with my family. <laughs> I love it. And um, another thing I've been really wanting to do is I I was in Peace Corps in Nicaragua, so oh, maybe cool. that's a little bit like your 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 mission trip mm-hmm. example that you had. And so I've been really wanting to go back there and um, just see what's changed to check in with my people and uh, also to show my, my kids and my, my family yeah. that, that, that experience.
0: Yeah. Cause that it's, it, that, that's me personally is I like the constants when it comes to traveling. Like I, cause I, I feel so much more comfortable allowing, like I told you, Galveston is one of my constants cause my mother's from there. My grandfather, I went there every summer for three months and then we go every other month to see my grandfather stay with him and he fished all the time and it became A place where i can mentally just relax and i don't have to worry about anything and Mm that to me is like a travel that's vacation for me yeah and some people are different some people like like hey we got to be on the go we got to go to paris i'm like we got to do that i'm like no we don't have to do that but uh but then i told you i the soccer stuff sounds a lot of fun yeah
1: well but that's what you value and that's really what it's about is finding what what do you value what experience do you want to have and then creating that experience you know, because even on vacation, kind of as you alluded to, and you can, if, if you're stressed at work and then you go on vacation, you could just bring the stress along with you and yeah. just be Especially if you have a around. family.
0: Yeah. Because someone's always yeah. got to be the backbone of the trip. True. So True. it's like, how do you manage that? And then just, just do yoga every morning and then you'll be fine.
1: Well, but but exactly. I mean, you can build the experience that you want. You don't have to have a crazy stressful time. You know, you bring that energy into it.
0: Yeah, I agree. And that's why I like being alone.
1: All right, then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, it's wonderful. I love it, Stacy. Uh, I put the link to your website, and people who are listening, it's Stacey Abella. That's A-B-E-L-L-A dot com. It's Stacey Abella dot com to find the book and find how to contact her and all that kind of stuff. Thank you so much for being with me. Anything else you want to talk about?
1: Um, I just want to just give a shout out to our local community because it's just been so incredible being a part of this community. So I, for a long time, was in corporate America. And I think you just, as you're you're driving down the street, right, you're driving to the corporate office, you're driving more often than not to the airport. And now that I am an entrepreneur in all these wonderful networks that we have here, I'm seeing how many people I drove past that are just so incredible to Mm -hmm. be amongst now. And so, I was recently the recipient of the uh, announced last week of the Wise Conference Women Inspiring and Supporting Entrepreneurs. Okay. Uh, conference Scholarship. That's a long name. I know, I know the that's Wise Conference. Yeah,
0: I, I know that's a, I know the Wise Conference. And
1: so that was just an incredible opportunity. I, I just um, I I am so grateful for that. I'm grateful for the the Chambers of Commerce to be a part, and just they've done so much for my business and. Um, and also MCABW Carol Gooch um, and um, the Network in Action Stacy Harris and so I'm just I'm shout just, out
0: to Stacy I haven't seen Stacy in a long time yes, next time you say, yes. see her say hello for I me I will
1: I will and see that's what I love is that you know all these people and we're just such a great network and so I just encourage anyone that is an entrepreneur in the community if you're not part of really a part of this community and the way you gotta jump in jump yeah. in yes it's just so rich it's it's about business but it's also about lifelong friendships and just being a part of a tribe
0: we're just missing a beach
1: <laughs> that's true right i think there might be that's a beach true. on
0: the lake somewhere i always yeah. I always lake conroe yeah on lake conroe i always wondered if there was some rich dude that has a house and he's like i'm gonna put a beach about where his house is on the lake he like builds a beach and people are like why is there a beach over here at the lake yeah but
1: why not? Yeah. I think it would, a lot of people would come.
0: They probably, and then you'd probably have a gun and be like, get off my property. But, uh, but yeah, thank you so much, Stacey, for coming in. And, uh, again, you're a speaker, so you're, you're for hire to motivate teams, groups, and just kind of connect people. And then also you have a book. Are you working on another book?
1: Yes. You are? Yes, is it about I traveling
0: are. or is it more of?
1: It's, it's about clarity.
0: Clarity. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. So life clarity. Yes, correct.
1: Okay. Yes, getting life clarity. But, of course, it has many stories, and stories about travel, stories about work, stories about life experiences. Yeah. Um, because what I have found is you really you need to be intentional about your life. Otherwise, it passes you by. You know, my company is called Wind in Your Sails Consulting because I find you can roll with the waves for a long time. But until you have your, your compass pointing in the right direction, then you're just not going where you want to go.
0: Okay, well, thanks for reminding me that I don't have a compass. and Well, we can work on that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, you're listening to Mornings of Lone Star here on Lone Star Community Radio. We're going to get back to the music. You can always be a guest, or if you want a song request, just reach out to us, Mornings of Lone Star. I do want to remind folks, yesterday we had the National Night Out. Uh, that's tonight at Kroger's at the South Loop. It's going to start around 5 o'clock. It's family-friendly. It's free. There's going to have foods, hot dogs, all that kind of stuff. And you get to meet the police officers that are going to arrest your kids. So, uh, which is nice. You always got to have that in before they get older, right? That's what, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but there are fine police officers here in the Montgomery County area. So don't forget, today is National Night Out. We're going to get back to the music here on Lone Star Community Radio.
1: Does volunteering at a nonprofit horse sanctuary sound wonderful? Or are you a veteran or a veteran spouse and think trying a peer group session through a local Horses and Heroes equine program might be worth trying? Henry's Home, Horse and Human Sanctuary, located in Grand Central.